Hello, 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 and welcome to yet another episode of In Conversation with Outra, where we talk about poetry, writing, blogging, journalism, anything to do with words. I am your host, Attender Zimbandu, aka the Outro Poet. Uh, I hope you're having a good evening, afternoon, morning, whatever time it is that you're listening to this podcast. And today I'm hosting a man who is creative. And a recent award-winning creative writer, the Makado uh, 30 Under 30 Awards, Asham Nashim Tandiro. Hey man, please introduce yourself. Hello, um, thank you, Ultra, for being on your podcast. I uh, greatly appreciate Um, To the listeners, um, welcome. Um, yeah, I, I'm sure that the, <laughs> the current listeners to the podcast and the new ones as well, welcome. I'm Ultra, thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate <laughs> Uh Short and precise, what a humble man. He did not once <laughs> mention the, the awards. But that's what I want that's what I want to talk about first, because uh when you are in an industry such as writing, blogging, poetry in Zimbabwe, it's rare to get recognized for what you were doing and you got recognized for the amazing work that you've been doing throughout the years. Um let's talk about how you got to the point where someone saw what you were doing and thought, okay. I want to award this person, a young person who is innovative and creative. Uh, what are some of the things that you have done that you think, okay, maybe this is what got me the recognition and the process and um, everything that led up to you getting that award? Take us through that experience. Well, first, um, I think I'd like to thank God. Um, God supplies the faith, the gift, um, and the reputation simultaneously and probably the strength as well but um as we move forward um i think one of the biggest thing that got me um recognized is the issue of um persistence and consistency um i don't know if you if you are aware of a of a corporate code um potential in investments <laughs> um they usually do their advertisements on on DSTV multi multi choice, the, the statement that says that um consistency is the only currency that that um that matters. Yeah, consistency is the only currency that that matters. I think um for for me it has been an issue of being consistent um long enough, um continuing to push for forward even um with all the disappointments that I have faced. You know that's how you 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 grow. Um, you grow through disappointments, um, insecurities, rejection, and trouble. I um, mean, to be precise, we be with you. It's also an issue of um, remaining original to your content and being able to relate to your own content before you actually um, start marketing it to certain people. Because if you want to create um, bandwagon um, content, because that that's what's trade trade trending, you'll be you struggle to relate to it and you struggle to market it um, to your target audience as well. So I believe that I'm being consistent and believing in the content that 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 you're creating. Content that's not necessarily bandwagon content. You could actually be able to grow and be persistent and also be able to grow through the disappointments, um, the insecurities, the rejection and the trouble because that's how you, you grow. Of course, of course, consistency is a, is a very big factor in a lot of people's success. You keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. 
struggling and failing and 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 falling down and rising up is the formula for success in Zimbabwe will be full of millionaires because <laughs> we experience struggles on a daily basis. But um, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you you, you remain consistent in, in, uh, in, in the face of all those challenges. And at the end of the day, you got recognized for the work that you were putting in. And for someone who has been listening or for someone who knows you, but ha, it's been wondering, what really does he do? Can we just take um, a little bit more detailed deep dive into what Asha Monashe does? Uh, is he a writer for a magazine, for a newspaper? Is he a blogger? What does he do specifically that takes up his time and that he has been recognized for, that he has made a name for? Take us through that. Um, maybe a, a bit more a bit more detailed uh maybe just a bit more specific if the if the details are not maybe not uh that important the specifics of what you do maybe someone out there might be interested in that might be inspired and want to follow through in your step in your steps and also maybe come to you for mentorship and advice okay um okay what do i do okay <laughs> as a creative okay um Okay, that's quite broad. I do a lot of things. So I'm a so I'm a just a creative writer. I'm a blog. That's that's first. I run a creative web, web, web website. Um, that is a going audience of over sixty eight thousand readers. Yes, sixty eight thousand readers. So um, this sixty eight thousand readers they are spread across some Southern Africa, in states that are Zimbabwe, South Africa, um, Botswana, Namibia, Zambia. Then the stage into East Africa, then there's and then that same viewership from the blog is also in Western states, that are the United States of America, the United Kingdom, um, Europe as well, um, Netherlands, ne- Netherlands, um, Germany. Then they stage out to Australia as well as um, in the Middle East, um, in the in the UAE. So that's what I. So that's. One of my first creative assholes running a blog with an audience of over 68,000. And then that blog has been nominated twice for an African award, um, the Afro Bloggers Awards. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a two-time Afro Bloggers Award no, nomination. And um, it was also part of my project that won the 330, the 330 awards at the Masaido Lead. Um, so besides writing my own blog, I'm also uh, contributing I'm writer, an official contributing writer to Intus Africa, Intus Meg. Um, the Intus Meg um, was the second and up in the 2020 Afro Bloggers Awards. And she's also a multi-award winning um, ma- ma- magazine. As well as Intus Meg is um, Hallelujah Meg. It has won several blog awards for spirituality and religion. And I'm a contributor to that as well. Um, Stretching out in still I'm um, in my contributions to magazines. I've I'm also an official contributor to Ingundukas magazine. Now this is one of the, the biggest online magazines. I'm from Bulawayo. It has won the 2020 um Afro Bloggers Awards for Best Magazine. It won the 2021 Zimbabwe Blogger Awards for Gender and Empowerment and also other 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 similar awards 
So um, I'm also part of the Writer Space Africa group. I'm a group coordinator. Um, Ultra is also part of that 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 group. The host to the podcast himself is also part of that that group. He knows how much I've contributed um, to to the group, and I've also contributed to over eleven published issues of the Student Academic Freedom Freedom Advocacy Program. So. So the Twin Academic Freedom Nutrition Advocacy Program, which is SAFRAP, um, it's actually an advocacy news, news, newsletter that that actually seeks to engage um, between between higher and tertiary education to students and um, and and the stakeholders, be it the be the be the, the, the state universities themselves and the state in form of, in form of the government on how they could actually create policies um that benefit um um students at higher end at at higher education institutions the polytechnics and the universities as well yeah so that's basically me and my creative work and my creative hustles um what else have I done mm, yeah I've been the user debate society um Piara executive but then professionally professionally i'm a creative writer and i'm into creative media industries okay <laughs> now this man has stopped being humble after mentioning a gazillion things that he has done as a creative writer a gazillion amazing things he goes on to say oh that's basically what i do <laughs> bro that is not basic that is not basically you you are creating you are creating a portfolio that is going to lend you in places that are going to amaze you the masaido um, awards uh this is i just say the name to correct <laughs> but i had said initially in the intro i had no idea how that was was supposed to be pronounced so um yeah forgive me for that <laughs> anyways um you you mentioned doing a lot of things um some of them i cannot run back yes i'm part of wsa or space africa uh we're in there together um you've been doing a lot of work as a creative and and that's amazing as a writer i'm, I'm this is this is driving into like the next question that i have it's actually two questions a little bit different but i want to squeeze them together for a dynamic answer the first one is you are a creative writer and you seem to do a lot of things but they're tied into this one thing that is being a creative writer and uh expressing yourself through words uh what do you think about people like me <laughs> that like to have our hands in everything and every everywhere because i do literally everything that is in the media uh, spaces i might stop here and there but i'm always doing everything and also the the if, as you said you've been reaching all those places through the internet what do how do you feel about ai taking over all of these things that in technology and taking out like the creative aspect of things because as of late i've been learning a lot of software and whatnot and i'm realizing how so much easier it is to create things with softwares these days you just have to learn for a few days and you're good to go 10 10 years ago there has to be professionals that had gone to school for those things. Now, I have to go on YouTube and watch a few hours of tutorials and I'm good to go. What do you think is, um, is, 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 is the future of creativity in the arts industry? And also, is it a good thing to be touching and doing a lot of things at the same time? 
Okay, um, so let me rephrase um, your two questions. Well, the first one, just to rephrase it, is uh, um, what do I think about people who want to be multi-skilled in media? And then the second one is how do I feel about artificial te- artificial intelligence um, taking over the creative industry? Or what is the future of the creative industry in relation to artificial intelligence? So let me begin now with the first one of what, what do I think of people who want to be multi-skilled in media? Well, well, I believe that in the digital age that we are living in, and some of us are surviving the digital age, there are those who are living, those who are surviving in the in the in the digital in the digital age. It is very very important for you to be multi-skilled in to be multi-skilled in media, right? You could wake up today, and there could be a creative opportunity about about an organization that that that, that is willing to fund creatives that do visuals, and then I could wake up and say, oh, I'm a creative writer, I don't do visuals, but then you, I need to find a way of how I could squeeze my creative writing abilities to be able to do visuals. So basically, if I am just able to wake up and say, oh, okay, I'm um, a visual project, right? Visual projects, um, they need script writers, um, right? You, 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 you can have a visual project without script writing. So basically, I have to try to squeeze in my creative writing ability within within that visual project so that I could be part of it, so that I don't miss out on the experience, I don't miss out on the income, I don't miss out on other partnerships and opportunities that are willing to come in. So I highly do encourage people that desire to be multi-skilled in media to actually pursue um, um, that passion and actually pursue that, that practical skill of being able to be being multi-skilled so that they could make an income for themselves. Because because if you're a one because if you're a one-dimension guy or a one-dimension creative and you can branch out into into other circles of the creative industry, you'll find yourself shrinking shrinking down. You could be an artist, but then you the artist that says I do lyrical production but then you, you can do um production of the beats or you can do marketing of the, of the content you just shrink yourself down down and and you actually weigh yourself down as well then the second question is how do i feel about artificial intelligence taking over the creative industry or what is the future of artificial intelligence within the creative industry um well artificial in in, in in intelligence how i would understand is that for it to be there there has to be a human person who actually studied algorithms actually um, studied computing actually studied um um even the media itself for for it to be there so so I feel that artificial intelligence isn't taking over the creative industry, but then there's now a new group of there's now a new group of creatives that I believe that are multi-skilled and multi-dimensional as I, as I as I mentioned and answered in the first question, who are now taking over the creative industry in a much more high sophisticated digital way. So it is an artificial intelligence takeover. It is artificial, it is, how would I put it, it's creatives that now have an up equity, who now understand how the creative media should move, who, who are now who are now asserting their dominance within within the within, within the creative industry. So just an issue of us creatives being able to say, okay, let us be multi-skilled, like like what you're doing there, and then you just being able to say, okay, I just want to learn a percentage of how artificial intelligence works within within the creative industry. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. That's that's very very helpful for me in a sense because like it's something that I've been. Uh, struggling with if i could use those words something that i've been struggling with for the past few weeks or months even like 
how I'm going to put these things into perspective and how I'm going to catch up with the world. Everything is advancing so fast. So, I mean, I don't know. But I think I'm just going to take the path that I see uh, uh, which like fits best, like what I'm trying to do with my creativity or my uh, life in, in some sense. So, moving on, let's talk about your future as a creative. What kind of things are we going to see you doing later? Are we going to see you branch maybe into writing film or into what can we expect from Asha in the future? Maybe some things that you haven't maybe um, uh, decided to do yet. You don't have the resources to do yet, but are planning to do in the future as a creative. You're struggling um, with your niche in creativity. It happens with a lot of creatives though. I don't know. When I started off... um. Um, my creative writing c- career. I started off as a political co- commentator, you know, maybe as I mentioned earlier in the interview that I was on the, I was actually on the bandwagon of um, of content c- creativity, you know, everyone was, was getting politics, it was a quite intense um, political era at that time even, up until now, and, you know, I was thinking of jumping on the bandwagon of politics and I did that, but I thank God that I'm, I managed to actually realize that, you know, um, political content isn't really my type of niche. That's not where I'm gifted. I'm much more gifted um, in creative writing. So that's what I branched into. It um, it grew all. It continues to grow all. I'm getting awards. I'm getting recognition. Being able to move in what's meant for me. So as a creative, I believe that you should move in what is meant for you. If podcasting is meant for you and your podcasting content is about nature or something goals, that has to be what you will have to move in and that's the choice that you 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 have to make because that's what is meant for you and shouldn't be on the bandwagon of of um peer pressure of um peer pressure or what i call um what is the popular content at the time so um your question is um what is next for for me like will i branch into um filming or, or will i move into your arena in podcasting um I believe that um at this time at this time I'm moving in what is meant for me. This is what I have to to at this time specifically, which is um creative writing. Um creative writing and online content marketing of my own creative work. So yes, um what to expect from me. Um I'm sure that you you, you, you should expect more awards by God's grace. Um as well as um increase my concentration um in markets in, in, in markets that I already have a footing, you know, the, the SEDAC market, the Western market, as well as even m- m- moving into the Middle East market. I believe that it, it could be done now. It is extremely possible. And um, if I'm able to do go to do podcasting, maybe I'll be just doing, you know, um, script writing, script writing of podcasts, you know, like the questions and the, the and the likes, um, visual content creation. I tried that when I was still in university. When I was the PR for the University of Zimbabwe Debate Society, so I was into creating um, visual content online on YouTube and, you know, just trying here and there. But then that was not my thing. Creative writing became my thing. So, so yeah, I definitely um, expect more more online content for me on my blog. I also have two other blogs that I have that, that are coming up. They already have content. 
the content is in draft I haven't published yet but when I do I'm sure your audience and you yourself will be the first to to know but then as I mentioned yeah, but then as I mentioned I'm expanding more into the um, expanding more into markets that my content ha- hasn't been read that's that's Middle East and West Africa and also increasing the concentration within the Southern African market and East Africa and the UK, the Western states, as I continue to build an African export market through online content creation. Goes on, goes on, goes. He's planning on moving into more markets and we haven't even conquered our local market. This is why I want to put my 50 views on YouTube. Amen, amen. We need assistance uh, when it comes to that, some of us. I hope in, in the future you might plan seminars and stuff about how to push your blog to get more followers, to get more like online uh, audiences and all that stuff. Um, all right. Uh, this question is, is a question that I ask a lot of people just to like uh, get a sense of who they see themselves as. It might be a little bit complicated from what I've said, but I want to ask who is or who has been your inspiration or maybe someone you're following their blueprint. Who is someone that you look up to that has shaped and molded and guided the person that you are and the person that you're becoming and the person that you would want to become in the future? Who are some of the people that inspired you, the people around you maybe, uh, famous or iconic, legendary people, celebrities, writers, authors from the past, from the present? Who are some of the people that we can accredit uh your philosophical standpoints and the way you see life and how you want to approach it well um who do i look up to well whom i look up to is who empowers me you know whoever empowers you controls you and whoever controls you most of the time they hold your destiny in their hands so i look up to god i'm empowered by god and yeah from a supernatural point yeah I'm empowered by God and I believe in God and God is the reason why I, I am where I am today and where I will be maybe 10 years from now, 10 days from now and, and 10 hours from now, yeah. Because God provides the faith, the gift and the revelation simultaneously. Maybe all at once, but at times maybe in, in pieces. But then um, from a humanity perspective, um, well, I'm an extremely historical person. Yeah, I study a lot of history. That's why I I, I have like two straight A's in history, both O level and in A level. Well, um, I'll, in in history, I look up to a man called Napoleon Bonaparte. That's one. And then secondly, there's a British um, there's a there's a late British um Formula One race driver called James Hunt. So um, but both of these men, I believe that they took certain risks, right, to actually end up where they were. For example, Napoleon Bonaparte, um, he came from a small town in Sicily and ended up conquering the whole of Europe, you know, being able just to have the faith and the ability and then just to have the faith and then develop the ability and then develop the gas to actually go and become an emperor. And then on the issue of James and you know, with all odds stacked against him, he stood up and said that I believe in myself, you know. James and his first car, you you he worked for it, you know, with small with simultaneous rejection from family and friends who told him that you know what, you cannot do it. But then he ended up becoming the greatest 
British um, Formula One driver. I'm sure that Lewis Hamilton actually looks up to James Hunt because he sent the blueprint for those people. So I actually look up to people who, 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 who actually defied all the odds that we put in, in, in front of them and through the disappointment, the insecurities, the rejection and the trouble they managed to they actually managed to grow yeah james hunt um napoleon bonaparte i actually read um their um their personal biographies and and their people who actually went through a lot to, to, to actually get to the top yes okay okay i i kind of i kind of understand uh where you're coming from with that i think we we have been going on back and forth back and forth with these things for a little bit now and um i don't know i just want like to save uh, some discussions for the future you know and um yeah so before we, we we go i know there's someone out there that looks up to you yeah sometimes it might, it might be hard to believe you might not have found them yet or they might have not, not have told you yet but there are people that actually like look to us for certain like inspirations and guidance what would you want to say to that person maybe they're in a position that you were in five years ago they want to move into certain creative um lifestyles or or ventures but they are scared or they don't want they don't know they don't know where to start what do you want to say or what would you say to that person if they were listening right now well someone was in a position that i was in five years ago okay um the first thing is that you have to trust god you know you have to put your faith in god um i don't know which supernatural you believe in uh yeah but then you, you need to put your trust in your god you know and then as the bible says like submit all your plans to god and then god will form a purpose you know god's purpose is always greater than your plans and god's vision is always greater than your vision in simple terms god's revelation upon whatever you want to do is always greater than your than than your vision even though god at times doesn't do it like a carpenter you, you know you could he, he builds how he wants because he knows where you'll end up being so that's the first thing trusting in your god and because he's the one who gives you the gift well i'm um, the creative industry in zimbabwe you know just like any other sector in this country or any other sector in the world you, you know i used to have the stereotype that say okay i yeah, it's Zimbabwe, it's, it's tough it's it's um it's brutal it's terrible i tell them that you know we are living in a global region things are almost the same almost everywhere you, you you know the way it's difficult for you to be creative in zimbabwe to be set up creative in zimbabwe is the way it's extremely difficult for you to be set up creative in um in america or in first world countries that, that people admire so i believe that the, the first thing that one should do after putting your faith in your god and in having a ship with 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 your god is to actually start you know you, you don't have to wait until the exchange rate gets to one is to a hundred or, or until we actually dollarize or or everything comes into place you know you, you learn as you go and then you and then you grow as you go and the most important thing for you to grow as you go to learn as you go is to actually start so once you, 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 you so once you, 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 you start and and you, 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 you start growing as you grow and 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 then as you grow and then as you grow and then as you grow as you go you also learn as you go so i believe that the first thing for every creative is to able 
to actually start. And then when you start be able to, to build relationships with other creatives that that are in your sector, you 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 you, 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 you know, um. Um, um, like me, I was into creative writing. You know, I started building relationships um, with with creatives that were into writing as well. I would like to talk of um of creatives from into South Africa, Budu, into Smeg and Bizimus and Hallelujah magazine. You know, just 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 to actually have a feel of how they, 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 these people have been able to grow their own platforms and develop their own platforms to open web. By the way getting awards and brand endorsements and partnerships as well so if you put your faith in your god you you, you start and then you, you you learn as you go and also partnerships and collaborations as i mentioned right actually having relationships with creatives that are within the sector that you that you find your, 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 your yourself in and as i say that it is not an easy path you know you 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 actually face um insecurities sometimes you face a lot, a lot of rejection you know the amount of times that, that people have actually rejected to 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 read my content <laughs> i could tell you it's more, more than, than the number of people who actually read my my content you know the amount of um corporates and businesses that have given me a no that are giving me a no and chose not to partner with me or to give me an, an endorsement on my blog you, you blog there extremely a lot but then you gotta keep moving forward and actually as i say that it is through disappointment rejection right that you're actually able to grow that you're actually able to grow within the creative industry and also if you're able to be a creative who could actually multi-branch you know as we mentioned earlier in the in this interview right be able to be a creative who says that um if it's visual you know you could you, you, you could contribute to something that's visual if it's a podcast you could contribute to 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 something that that's podcast and being able to actually market your content as a creative that that is one of the most effective things that i could guarantee you you, you know you shouldn't be the creative that, 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 that says okay i have a hundred pieces of content but then i have less than t- t- 10,000 readers or I have 150 pieces of content and then I have less than 5,000 readers or 5,000 consumers, you know, you should be actually be able to actually market your content, you know, identify your target market that is interested with, with your content and then you push forward from there. Yeah, that's it. Amazing, amazing man. Ah, oh, you should, you should, you should totally sign up for a, for a TED talk. My God, some of those bars and nods and nuggets and, and okay, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> All I'm saying is you're dropping like, you're sharing like really important information. I mean, it might not seem like it to someone who doesn't need it. For someone like me who needs to hear that, who needs that push, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for those words and sharing things, especially from your own experience um, as a creative and it helps because we don't want to go around reading books that were written with from by people that are from like places that we don't like relate to your story what you're saying i can relate to someone out there can relate to because we're coming from a place that we, that is like mutual to us like we have those problems and challenges that we meet along the way that can be the same so thank you so much for those words powerful inspiring words 
So as we wrap up the podcast, is there anyone you want to say thank you to, shout out to, like, I don't know, you know, the things people say when they're on saying goodbye, like on a podcast or something like, hi, this has been Asha Manashe. So thank you so much for my supporters for listening. Oh, I don't know what you, you say to your peoples, you know, your peoples, you know what they want to hear. So what, what is, what is that going to be as we uh, shut down the podcast? Okay. Shout outs, you know, shout out. So I'm going to show gratitude and shout outs, but yeah, yeah, I'm a person who was learned to, to, to show gratitude and shout outs, you know, shout outs like, yeah, I like shout out to my dog for parking at night when thieves try to attack me or, 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 or stuff like that. So yeah, I would want to make a shout out, but then I would, I would really love to show gratitude. Um, first and foremost, gratitude to God who supplies the faith, the gift and the revelations simultaneously even the strength as well. Um, I'd like to thank, um, you, you know, people, right? The, the people, the audience that has read my blog, you know, the audience out there, the 68,000 plus people and the other 68,000 plus people to actually read my website as I as I grow, you know, it's, you know, in, in conditions like in like Zimbabwe, Southern Africa, you know, um, to some people is luxury, you know, actually going going to someone's content, you know, and, and actually the, the, the time that they go through my content and even their own resources, their own electricity, you know, I extremely appreciate those people who are be here, even on the, the, this podcast talking to you about this. If if my work hadn't reached such astronomical heights as it continues to to grow so i really like to 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 thank my audience out there if you can read seven views above whether you're in whether you're in southern africa regionally east africa and kenya um, germany or the us or the uk i greatly appreciate guys i wouldn't be here here on this podcast i wouldn't have won the award that i won the 330 award i wouldn't have become a two-timer for bloggers award nominee so i greatly appreciate the audience out there um also of the creatives you, you know um i'm sure that um you use yourself to touch in the ultra yeah the, the point um you're actually in a, in a group called right red space africa that 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 offers some creative writer space at the the group of creative writers and another genre of of writer space to actually express themselves yeah people have actually brought up platforms you know for for young creatives in africa to actually develop i'm talking of um steve kamfunde of of enthused africa yeah photopia idea that 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 was great accommodating young young creatives and upcoming creatives like me to actually have a space whereby we could actually grow together and actually start a business within within the creative industry i also like to think bank abc they also have the ignition app where i'm working from these days i'm the masaido team the my african child youth development organization um i'm sure the head patron the the lady in charge um is moving by angela butawa like to to thank her because some of the, the people that that, that that actually got me the award actually recognized me so yeah people out there who are actually creating platforms for your for, for youth creatives to actually grow um as well as um andrea mistress um um she, she's the lady in charge of um the youth department transformation trust that just the student academic film notification program you know managed to actually give me a platform 
whereby I could actually show my other side of advocacy writing. So yeah, that that that's it. Thanking God who supplies the faith and the gift, and thanking all these wonderful people, Andrea Masters, Steph Kamfonde, the Benge BC team, uh, Madam Mumbai, Angela Wutau, and all the people out there who actually reading my website, and people out there who are trying as much as they can through harsh conditions that actually pre pre that, that actually prevail to actually offer young creatives space to grow. Yeah. I know there were a lot of names that were mentioned, but and what what stuck to my mind is the dog. Shout out to the dog, shout out to the dog. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been Asha Munashe. Uh, he's a blogger, he's a creative writer. Thank you so much for coming through the podcast. My name is Atenda Zimbando, aka The Outro Report, with In Conversation with Outro. Uh, go and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts and whatever else you listen and go and interact with us on YouTube. Thank you so much. Until next time.